Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Although he's no gamer, he's just a complainer. Phil plays Elden Rings. Now he's a tarnish, there's sure to be carnage as Phil plays Elden Rings. As filthy plays Elden Rings. Hello, weary traveler. And welcome back to the last episode of Filthy's Elden Ring Stings. It is I, Deadbeat Punk, or Christopher Love, and the man that decided to kill the show. The one, the only, the Filthy. Hello, hello, hello. You can't harmonise with yourself. Don't even try, Phil. Come on, Jesus. Could be done. Could, could be done. Could be a, Oh yeah. We do edit. We could get a modulizer on that, um, <laughs> if that's such a thing. I'm going to. Assume it is. Filthy. Before we go any further about hitting the high notes with yourself and how that's wrong, we'd better warn the audience. Oh, we better. Oh, they need warning. If you have just landed here and don't really know what's going on, well, Sunshine, you better get back to the first episode, Elderflower Highlight. Yeah, literally you've went backwards. You've done... Uh, what What of the... Like, how? You've really screwed up. Just just saying. Just saying. Yes. Elbow in the toilet bowl, and you've soiled yourself. Badly. Clean yourself up and go back to the start. As with all episodes, this should have foul language. Bloody will. My, oh, my goodness. There'll be so many rude words that your mother will blush, probably. Unless she's a bit coarse herself, in which case she'll probably enjoy it. Overbearing profanity and spoilers. <laughs> I think I should probably just let you do those from now on. Yeah, <laughs> but you were doing so well. I know. It was, mocking uh, your listeners' mothers. That's always a ticket for winning. It's a strong opening, I think. It's a bold <laughs> assertion to begin the show. Uh, that's that's how I like to roll. Yep. So yes, swearing, spoilers of From Sauce, Elden Ring. Fuck. And if you can deal with that, then honey, we can dance. Let the tango commence. I'm out of practice. I don't know how this goes, honestly. That's the best. Yes, it has with. been quite a while, Phil. Yeah, it's been, yeah. Uh, been real. Actually, it's been quite rude how badly you've cut me out of your life. Completely. It's almost as if you were only here for the podcast. Look, you do you do what needs to be done in this life, you know. Um, and it was it was nice while it lasted. I just, you know, I just think we might need to see other podcasters, you know, at... Um, this is no summer romance. <laughs> this is a lifelong commitment. There is no getting away. Yeah, you know when they say that you, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family? That's <laughs> kind of bullshit. I get no say in this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Me. No. <laughs> so how have you been... Ca- it's nearly been a month since we last did this. 
you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because if you'd asked me, I said it was only one week that we missed. <laughs> you know, you, you always look back and you think, oh, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, that wasn't, uh, oh, just just postpone that one more time or whatever. And before you know it, yeah, you're right, I suppose. <laughs> you know, chronologically speaking. <laughs> it's been, it's been I suppose you are correct <laughs> with gonna, time backing be, you up. If you're going to be using facts and things, there's not much <laughs> I can do about it, is there? I think it's ta- it's taken a month to digest um, and drink away as much of mentally this. percolate. Yeah, for for Elden Rings. I sake. do hate to start the show on a sour note. Apart from you socially ignoring me and making me feel awful, just I I get lonely. I can imagine it's um it's not easy. Heavy is the head that wears the the crown, and your head is also heavy or lonely. Lonely. I don't know where it was going with that one. You're but... lonely and heavy, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, an apology for some of our listeners is due mm. because, as I sent a little clip to you, yeah, mm. Harp have been advertising on the show. That's that's disappointing, um, and I'm sorry that, that, that people have had to go through that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a regional thing or based on the player you use. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody got it. I don't know because. Yeah, but people I, thought we were taking harp money, Philip. That's 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 just not acceptable to me. The I pish mean, we're proud to call our own. Well, that's it. It's it, the the big slogan for harp in, in Northern Ireland is "It's our thing," and you're thinking, yeah, because nobody else would fucking take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Danes hate to see it leave. They fucking hate to see harp arrive. <laughs> this is this the worst lager in the world? Probably. <laughs> I can't think of any more alcohol-related um, taglines <laughs> yes. to mock. Yeah. The Titanic was bringing the first shipment of harp to New York. <laughs> God prevailed. Yeah, it was it was all downhill from there, and I think I think they should have taken that as um, as a warning, but unfortunately not. They, they persist with it, even with the ice cold one. <laughs> I've always been amazed about that because other beers do that as well. They do an ice cold version. Yeah, it thinking, basically yeah. make it too cold to have a taste. Like, yeah, fuck it, lad. Down that before it gets room temperature, or you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's just yeah, that was another one, wasn't it? I used to be an old slogan: "You wouldn't want a warm beer." It was an Australian one, wasn't it? You wouldn't want a warm beer, would you? That's that's an attempt at an Australian accent. That just happened. Uh, but, the last episode. Don't do accents. I know, I know. Uh, it's been I've got this far without the accent. <laughs> he keeps cutting them out. <laughs> Oh, there'd be the, the outtakes of all the tremendous accents I did. I just uh, have one long supercut of all your offensive racist behaviour. Yep, I did. I did an entire episode once in uh, in the voice of, in, in an impression of Nelson Mandela. And why you never ran it, I don't know. But, That's uh, why we don't run a video podcast. One yep. because a video podcast is ridiculous. A podcast is audio only. I do agree on that. A video podcast is just a video. Well, I mean, the point of them is you can listen to them while you're doing other things. Hoovering Mm -hmm. the car, walking the dog. um, Making sweet love. Well, if it's the right podcast, uh, indeed. WTF, (laughs) DYW. Because you're not lasting any more than half an hour. (laughs) That was a brilliant plug. That was good. Um. <laughs> and the other reason we couldn't air it was because when we started the call, Filthy had also took it upon himself to dress up for the voice, which just does not fly in the current climate. 
I'm going to have to refute that, please. Uh, (laughs) I have screenshots. Point of order. (laughs) (laughs) Last episode, bad behavior. Yeah. So yes, I don't know how we went to apologizing for harp to Nelson Mandela. (laughs) It's always a journey, isn't it? Life's a journey, not a destination. But for some reason, the destination was... um, (laughs) Uh, a world leader Uh, brilliant why not east bound and down (laughs) oh lord Mm. so I wasn't really sure what way to play this Mm -hmm. do you want to go through feedback and then like final thoughts around the whole game at the end or do you want to go through them now I guess do you know what the feedback has been my favourite bits of all the episodes because looking and backpedalling the prick yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Forget what I said all those times. I slagged off my stats. All my, all my beloved listeners who have always steered me right with their constant recommendations that I, you know, wear armor and, and use shields and <laughs> things of that nature. It's, it's, it's uh, I took it all to heart every time. So um, I don't know if I should keep that until the end as another little treat. <laughs> or, or, or if we should plow through it and just get it all over with uh, and, and just end it all. Well, why don't we keep it traditional? Shall mm. we play an audio note? Why not? You may hang up or press 1 for more options. We have no audio notes this week because Filthy stopped playing the fucking game. Oh yeah, that's that, that's why not. Yeah. We'll get on to feedback. <laughs> feedback, if you had any, could have been left at Filthy Ring on Twitter or emailed to filthyring at gmail.com. But it's the last episode. You blew it. You don't have any more chances. You missed out. You sat in your hands just like always. Just just ruined it. They were just they, they their pithy comments all worked out. The Twitterati. And did they come at me? Did the fuck? So Cowards. Oh. It's like the Scottish and Independence. <laughs> See, that's. I always thought we shouldn't bring in the politics, but I always managed anyway. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. Yes, Philip, the Tories are c- <laughs> May contain some strong language. That's, uh, that's, that's that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so the first bit of feedback I bumped up to the top of the list because it was from the original Big Dog Fluffet Prince. Who's been with us since the very beginning. Filthy. Like, the very beginning. It's like a little walk part down memory lane, this. Um, <laughs> yeah, delightful. And he writes, The final episode will be emotional. Songs will be sung about Filthy's adventures in the lands between. Utterly spectacular. Amazon are picking it up for a show, I hear. Now we've got some questions. Yeah, do you want me to point at you when I want you to talk, or...? Um, well, I've, I've been I've been so warned of um, finally, you know, however, episode fourteen, final episode. I finally got the hang of this, not interrupting your thing, even though I love interrupting you, and now it's going to work against me. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is true. We're in talks with Amazon. I think it's only suitable, really. James Corden is going to play me because apparently I'm not hated enough. Uh, so, <laughs> who's playing me? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Oh, slippery yeah. slope here. Yeah. Mm. Maybe um, maybe Chris Rock. He's usually quite good in these things. Good Names work. are similar too, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Anytime somebody says Chris, you know, he'll turn around and go, it's Christopher. Yeah. You bollocks. Was he talking about me? I don't know. Possibly. Chris. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that could be. Well, Fluffed Prince's first question is, what was your favorite part of the game? 
Oh, now there's a question. Mm, that's a good one. Because truthfully, there, there are no favourite parts of Elden Ring. I don't think anybody has a favourite part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, a uh, couple of things come to mind, I suppose you could talk Katanas. about. Katanas. Yeah, yeah, Katanas will definitely be up there. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. The sense of satisfaction of unlocking a new Katana, maxing it out is actually really nice. There is, mm-hmm. whenever you've got your weapon up and, and tuned up nicely to its maximum potential, and it's cutting down people. So yeah, I guess the favourite part of the game is certainly after about hour 140, whenever you're finally a little bit strong enough to take on more than a quarter of the people that you meet. <laughs> uh, it, that's That was a favourite part. Yes, maxing out my weapons was a, was a highlight for me and just feeling that level of accomplishment. Similarly, there is all those little wins that, that make it nice along the way, beating people, and I'm sure they'll come up one or two in particular. Um, <laughs> and beating certain people is definitely your favourite part of the game when, when you put in the hard graft and it actually pays off that's another favourite part I guess yeah that's my answer to that for now it may change as the episode goes on who knows yes if you think of something don't stop me from reading things out yeah <laughs> Fluffed Prince continues oh I've spoken to my namesake James Elden Ring and he's apologised for the shite endings good yeah I've only done one ending so far, and it was bizarre. Just just <laughs> odd. This is what I've spent so much time doing, trying to make a little witch who changes her name frequently and make her the Elden... I don't even know what she became. Princess, the Elden Wonder, the Elden Queen. I don't know, but it didn't you know, really... Queen of the Elden Wonder. Potentially. I think that's what, what has happened there in my ending. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure I accept that apology, but (laughs) I appreciate that it's been offered. (laughs) By the way, I like the outro music for the pod. Kind of like an early Strokes demo. That's your doing, that. Yeah, Um, I found that one. It's Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. It's a copyright-free track. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Uh, There are some people that do some excellent work putting music tracks up for background noise or intros, outros. And uh, yeah, I've just realized I have never once credited them in our show notes. <laughs> well, there we go. Shout out to them. Um, but me. yes, anybody starting their own podcast, it's a nice outro track. Fuck off. It's ours. Ours. Original composition by me. I've decided. I've decided to we decided it. to copyright it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea, actually. Really, really love the podcast, lads. Thanks for the series. Your sizzling chemistry charmed me from the start. And right the way to the end, when the inaugural Irish Elden Ring Podcast Awards come around, I'll make sure to give you a nomination. Oh, thank you. It's um, yeah, it's been emotional. We've we, we've had quite the journey together, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> I still can't believe you rinsed through this game in like thirteen episodes. And that's that. It's just the way it all worked out, isn't it? It's it's quite good in that uh, I wouldn't be able to do that now, uh, the way just things have turned out. No, you're, out, so. you're actually having to work at home now? Ridiculous. I don't know. I don't think it's fair that I have to work to earn a living. Um, I think so people on just pay average, 17.69 hours per episode of mm. playtime. Is that how that would work? I suppose it probably is, isn't it? On yeah. average. Mm. 
That's uh, <laughs> that's how much I was playing this game a week. That's interesting. I should probably call my family at some point and uh, say hello. <laughs> yeah. That prick Christopher told us you were dead. <laughs> no, filthy. Tell me, what was our millennia's significance to the story? Oh, so he's throwing in, Fluffett's throwing in some quiz questions, is no, he? No, it was a nice uh, little jab at the end. He had you buttered nice. up. Um, her her significance to my to, to my mind, it's that she she lives in a tree. Uh, that tree is a wave. Please don't turn this what seems to be quite legendary character into a limerick. <laughs> there once was a bitch who lived in a tree, who often went around killing me. I gave her a stabber with my sword of lava, and she's dead now, thankfully. That was off the top of my head. I'm really happy with that. That was that's what's happening. Yes, listeners, if you could see how happy his wee face is, <laughs> chuffed to the bone. Can't believe that worked out, man. That was yeah. Um, but yeah, she lives in a tree. Uh, she rots. She's a thing of rot for some oh, reason. Bit of a rotter, is she? Bit of a rotter. That's as much as I know. <laughs> um, oh, she's she's got no legs for some reason, or certainly ones, not right about her um she's got she, no legs she wears a prosthetic leg for some reason i don't know why um it never came up uh, <laughs> <laughs> it never felt right to ask no she was too busy uh, attacking <laughs> so yeah she wears a prosthetic leg oh she does have a sister uh, one of the other ca- the characters that she talked to is her sister so that's nice i think millicent i want to say millicent just because it's a funny name. Uh, <laughs> I think Millicent is her sister, so that's a thing. And she um, has something to do with rot. That's, that's as much as I can tell you about Millennia. Um, she lives in a tree. <laughs> when she died, she turned into a nice big flower, which you can still go and visit at her grave. So that was nice too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What type of flower? A rot flower. The flower of the blue. The On bloom. brand. Yeah, the bloom of the rotting item yeah and with that loads of love Fluffet prince <laughs> thank you Fluffet. yes cheers for all the support thanks for sticking with us you are a champion and i love you after that we have our favorite german philosopher back mm. taking time out of their incredibly busy schedule to write in once again so, side note to that um because it was in the recent episode of doctor who speaking of russians i've had ra ra rasputan stuck in my head now for three weeks and um it's, I, I've come to the conclusion it's the catchiest song ever written um, by Bodie M. So only, obviously, there's bound to be quite a bit of copyright there. We could have played it, but that's not going to happen. Has Arthur finished his cheese? He is, Arthur's finished his cheese that was meant to distract him, and now he's um, pawing at the door. Um, so I'm going to uh, go open it. Be a minute. Here I go again on my own. Like a yeah. drifter, I was born to walk alone. Okay, I don't know what I missed. Magic, <laughs> ma- behind the scenes magic there, yes. We sometimes distract the dog with cheese. And um, when he's done with that, I have to open the back door. So When we do write the book of podcaster life hacks. Yep. Cheese! Distract, <laughs> distract your dog with cheese. Um, that seems fair. Um, cool. So Rasputin is back. Well, not Rasputin. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So our actual contributor. I did ask Lady Punk for some help with the introduction 
and outro to the email. Oh yeah, there's some actual Russian there. Sadras Voicha. Oh. And hello, Comrade Filthy and Comrade Dennis, question mark. I, I like that. Just a quick note to say thank you for all the hard work you've put into this show and the joy you have brought to us. Not sure if you're going to try and spin it out into more of the Souls games or flip the table and have Filthy guide the other one through the game from memory alone. Either way, I'd like to award you five Fabergé eggs out of five (laughs) and wish you all the best in your future endeavours. And this is the fun part. No post anavas bullshit ne travulsit. Grazie. Travulsit. There's just. Your you friend, know. Carl Chopper Marks. <laughs> you know, there's one, there's one thing though, because because I was getting a little bit curious about this with what with being, um, you know, contacted by a socialist revolutionary. Mm-hmm. But he was German. He was so. German, yeah. What's with the what's with the Russian? I have no das- idea, but he's done it since the start of writing in. Das ist nicht Deutsche. Did Karl Marx vacation in Russia? Do you know he might? Well, he, he was Prussian. I, I, I don't know my um, my. Um, he was blue. He was <laughs> he was a Smurf. It uh, sounds like an interesting bloke, and I'm just pleased that he enjoys the Elden Ring series it, as much as we do. Joe from Hallmark of Greatness. He's not an interesting guy. Ah, oh, fair enough. Well, he's 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 given me a bit of love there, so uh, I'm gonna um, gonna be thankful all the same. Uh, <laughs> so easy one over. I know. I'll I'll take what I can get. Uh, but interesting idea, me guiding you through it. It would be a bit like asking a drunk man uh, as he's stumbling out of the chippy for directions to uh, a church or something, and um, to have me guide guide you through it. Uh, but my be- memory is so good, filthy. I would no. be able to recall all your adventures. And know exactly what's happening at every corner. From my specific, yeah, my my, my um, relentless dis- instructions. Descriptive prowess. Mm, the uh, I think it was my attention to detail is what uh, really saw me through this game. Actually, <laughs> is uh, how, how I got to where I was going. Um, I don't definitely. think this would have worked as an audio format without <laughs> your ability to paint pictures with words. Yes, thank you. I did try. I didn't try very hard. Not much was obvious, but. Uh, I did try. So yeah, this gets asked a lot. When do you think you could stomach another Souls game? Um, it's a curious thought. Maybe we can, yeah, we can discuss what I might do next. It's the sort of thing now that I'm, you know, used to them. It's, mm-hmm. It might be an idea. And do I just stay in that mode now, or do I do even something as simple for me about what next game I play and whether we can't log or not is, for instance. Yeah. But the little thing, like, am I still happy to stick with swords? Do I want to go guns? For me, that's always the big question when you sit down <laughs> to play a new game. Do I want to play swords and stuff and spells, or do I want to play guns? So who, who knows? Um, Your form of murder, which one's tickling you at the uh, moment? Yeah, that's that's always the starting point for what game you're going to play next. <laughs> I might I might well stick with the Souls under um, minimum instructions and it richly would developed be interesting characters. Because Elden Ring was quite the departure. It's the first kind of open world one they've done. Oh really? See, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, <laughs> so it would be interesting to see how you got on, especially going in reverse. So, what the games are going to get easier instead of harder? Is that no? The idea? No, <laughs> I didn't, didn't think so. Uh, Elden Ring is the easiest one, diluted for the casuals like you. Oh, I thought I was going hardcore. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you've been christened hardcore, so just accept it. <laughs> 
I'm going to go buy Sekiro now or something. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot this one was next. Mm. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Our friend Amos missed out. We recorded early and he just missed cutoff time. Ah. Thankfully, because I think he may have shown up your last episode a little bit. My triumphant fin- finale might have been um, tarnished, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> you don't even know what a tarnished is. I don't, actually, that's true. Um, something to do with brass, isn't it? So, <laughs> Irony. Irony. <laughs> Tarnish, varnish, I don't know. Hello, filthy. I must begin this email by saying that I too have joined the Blasphemous Blade Collective. The BBC. <laughs> <laughs> After trading in Rikard's soul for it, I had enough smithing stones on my person to get it to plus nine. Seeing as it scaled with the same attributes as the winged scythe, it was a natural fit. I would still flit between the two weapons depending on the situation. I would revert back to it to murder the annoying fire giant. Oh yeah. As the speed of attacks were more useful than the more powerful attacks at that time. This new weapon, along with a maximum upgraded Mimic tier, really saw me powering through the enemies. Lich, Dragon, Fortisax? Sure. Mog? <laughs> Malaketh, or the big bag of shit as you so aptly named him, all defeated in quick succession. Well, that's nice. You beat all the hard villains in quick succession. I think... I think he needs to, Amos's thing is he needs to stop and smell the roses. You know, if you're going to go killing all the big, all the big bad guys. <laughs> go outside and touch some grass, you virgin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I just think, you know, stop and talk to some NPCs or, um, yeah, but, but I, I'm glad. That, <laughs> murder them. Murder them, even in my case. But I am glad I enjoyed the Blasphemous Blade as a weapon. So that's good. I'm, I'm yeah, pleased. I heard a lot of people uh, talking about that one. Yeah, it's got a cracking um, special attack, um, so it was good for that. And if you're going to use the bigger, slower weapons, that's a good one to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that your style. Anyway, go on. The next big boss on my to-do list was the dreaded Millennia. Mm. I go. despised the tree area after using the secret medallion I looted from Niall's corpse, but when you get closer to the structures built around the tree... I thought this portion was incredibly designed. Yeah, it was very pretty. I'm not going to lie. It was. Gorgeous. I know you weren't keeping up with your lore, but the story of Michaela? Yes, I think that's um, something to do with... She's the... Melania is is known as the Blade of Michaela. I knew that. Definitely. Very good. I think I pointed that out there at the start of the episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As he... You said Millicent. No, Melania... Oh, so I did. Okay, I don't know who Michaela is. Sorry. As he grew the halig tree in order to treat his sister's scarlet rot. Ah. When this fails and the Golden Order couldn't cure his sister, this is when he created the needle that could deflect curses from gods. This would ring a bell if you took part in the Millicent questline. I did a bit of it. As I say, I knew who she was. She was um, where she should be. Yep. After defeating Loretta and making my way down through the rots and meeting another horrible ulcerated tree spirit in a very confined space, I would eventually make my way down to Millennia. 
and was struck at her physical resemblance to Millicent. Yeah, very, very similar. I also noticed that, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I pointed it out. Sure I did. Yep, yep, as you were. So I had my mimic tear and a fully upgraded Blasphemous Blade in my possession. An earlier jaunt through the consecrated snowfield would provide me with a sombre ancient dragging smithing stone. Sombre ancient dragging smithing stone! That's catchy. Yep. Sads. <coughs> I had swapped out my armour at this point. I had been rocking a set of mausoleum night gear up to this point. Mm-hmm. But do you know what that is, fella? Are you just going, mm-hmm, for the crack of it? Well, I mean, I know what a mausoleum is, and I know that uh, th- there are knights throughout the game, so I assume there must be mausoleum knights. Probably. some. I'm sure I killed one at some point, I'd like <laughs> to think. Uh, never thought to look at what they were wearing. But having got on the wrong side of Blaith, after winning the affections of a certain lunar princess, I was now decked out in his furry cape. Yes, he's the wolfman that I've spoken of before. Oh, yes. Yes, one of them. I was as prepared as I could be going into this fight and was ready to get locked in for a while, so waited until I knew I had a few free hours to spare. Lovely. As you do. I beat her on my third attempt. Oh, just stop. Fuck off. No, you didn't. Just I... didn't let up during the first phase between my mimic tear no. and I, grabbing no. her attention in turns and letting the other attack. Bullshit. No, not having it. It no. was over in pretty short order. No, I was pretty let down, expecting a boss battle of the ages after all the build-up. Anyway. No, no. bullshit. Are you going to do that throughout the whole paragraph? I am now, yep. Hit you, yep. Anyway, Millicent's quest ended up finishing in this area also. A fabulous display of FromSoft storytelling, giving you enough aspects of their story and leaving you with the opportunity to piece it all together and draw your own conclusions. I see. Right then. Actually, on that note, and I mean, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm trying to pocket my rage for a little moment um, before I do anything else. But yeah, Millicent ended up for me. This is, this was the thing I had throughout the game where mm-hmm. it didn't work for me. I, I, I don't know what I was doing wrong, but apparently quests have all these endings and storylines, and fuck if I know how they work. <laughs> I, I ended up with Millicent about um, oh, half a mile, I don't know, uh, but away upstairs. So obviously, uh, uh, as the man says, you go away down, down, down into basements to get to Melania. And mm. I left Millicent in a church or a drawing room or something in the same area in, okay. the, in the hallowed tree. But any time I went to speak with her, she was just like, oh, I've got something to give my sister. And I thought, oh, okay, cool. Well, then I'll go kill her. And then that's that. But apparently not. Brilliant. Cool. I don't know who I'm angry at. Amos or, or the or the, the game for not making Bullshit. 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 Yeah. Nonsense. Okay, you can go on. Oh, thank you. I haven't lost my place at all. <laughs> and draw your own conclusion. From meeting Michaela's empty form in Mog's Domain to giving Millicent a prosthetic arm to allow her to return to being the warrior she was destined to be. I would hope we get more of Michaela, especially in the DLC, as I felt he was built up so well, only to have no resolution. I never met the bloke, so no resolution for me at all. No uh, beginning, middle or end to that story. They just said they had a prosthetic leg. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Melania has a prosthetic leg for some reason. 
I didn't. I, I think I had a prosthetic arm at times for Millicent, but I never got the chance to give it to her, and it just sort of sat in my inventory. And I don't know who Michaela is. If he's a what? I think he must have implied some bloke. Uh, so I don't. Oh yeah, uh, his empty form in Mog's domain. Right, I don't Not know who that is. Ringing the bell. Nope, nope, no idea. No. <laughs> Damn, Amos. Be clearer in your correspondence. <laughs> After that, it was pretty smooth sailing to the ending. Sir Gideon Offner from the Round Table Hold was barely a blip on my radar, and then Godfrey, the first Elden Lord. Or Hora Lu, the warrior, which so, made me realize. I think I so just to just to clarify who that is. Um, I'm pretty sure Gideon Offner is um, Sean Bean, so that's all mm-hmm. right. I agree, wasn't too big, and um, yeah, so that the, was the guy from the Super Friends Club. Apparently, so this is what I've been told now. Um, I'll have to take everyone's word for it because I didn't know. And uh, Godfrey, the first Elden Lord. That was a that was the guy who ripped a lion off his own back halfway through. I'm mm. pretty sure. So cool. Not losing my place at all, <laughs> which made me realize that the first Elden Lord and Nephili Lou, who I had installed as the Lord of Limgrave after her quest finished back in Stormfield Castle, mm-hmm. must have some connection. I am. Not ringing any bells. I actually did know that. So there. Um, I did do the Storm Veil thing and you get her. Um, she's someone you can summons as well. And mm-hmm. um, she's helped me one of my very, very early fights. Now, you, I, you'll have heard me talk about Nephli Lou. Nephli Lou, I do recall. Nephli Lou, like. Um, so she um, she does become a, a big a big deal. And I remember seeing or, or, or yeah, piecing that together that she had the same name as one of the, one of the top brass there. So... I was happy with that. I would have been happy if you mentioned it during an episode. <laughs> Probably would have helped matters somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> no point flexing now. <laughs> Which got my lower muscle tickled as to try and make out what the bond between them was. She announces herself to be a warrior in her last line of dialogue, using it as a title, as Hora also did. Another fun rabbit hole of lore for me to chew on. Fun, fun, fun. I see. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) So, going through the final gates to meet our last boss, and we finally meet Radagon of the Golden Order. We do? All right. This, yeah, you mentioned the Golden Order earlier too. I see. That's interesting. uh, Millennia and Makila. (laughs) This must be the part where George R.R. Martin finally woke up and contributed to the story, (laughs) as Radagon is the male form of Queen Marika the Eternal. She who shattered the Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Yep. With you. So, at one point they were separate entities, as Marika took Godfrey, the first Elden Lord, as a husband. Their union led to Godwin, Morgoth, and Mog, right. whereas Radagon went to war against Queen Renala, and love bloomed on the battlefield, resulting in their marriage. Mm. This union sired Rickard, Redan, and Rani. Hey, I know her. You do? Yep. So Radagon is basically your father-in-law at this stage. But I'm not any of those people, is am I? Rani the... She's my wee witch friend. The one... That you married. Oh, I married her? Oh, I thought I just made her queen. And I was just sort of milling about going, hi, 
I'm here too. Uh, right? I'm, I'm with, with him. Guessing I'm with that's him. what the connection is. I'm getting it now. Very good. Mm-hmm. After defeating the last of his great enemies with no other opponents left to him, Godfrey lost the guidance of the Grace and became the first of the tarnished, instead reverting to Horalu, chieftain and barbaric champion of the tarnished in the quest to become Elden Lord once again. Feels like you've already been over all this already, Filthy. I'll give him this, he's right. It does sound as boring as Game of Thrones, so that's (laughs) good. Yeah, fair enough. You watch all that. I did, yeah. And there's an awful lot of this sort of nonsense politics Mm -hmm. um, that frankly just muddies all the fighting and dragons so um <laughs> much like yeah that's par for the course for old uh rr uh there for old rrm just just getting in the way of of the chaos so yeah. <laughs> fair enough okay there's more <laughs> there is now that marika was without her elden lord she recalled radagon who shunned renala where we would find her rejected in the library during our playthrough that's Voldemort's sister. Ah, oh, great, I'm with you now. It all comes together. Oh. This is where it gets strange. Oh, this is where it gets strange. This okay. is where it gets strange. Mm. Marika and Radagon share a body but have separate wills. Marika being the one that shattered the Elden Ring and Radagon being the one who wants to repair it. How could These two beings that are technically the same being also sired children. Best not to think about that. Given the spiritual incest, this would result in Millennia and Michaela. Millennia, of course, being cursed with scarlet rot and Michaela being cursed with living as a child for eternity. Oh, okay. Peter Pan. Mm. Millennia considered him the most powerful of the gods and once again, I hope this will be further explored in the upcoming DLC. So correct me anywhere I may have misstepped. (laughs) I have only scratched the surface of the game story and I will be combing through the game to find even more. Yeah, I'm going to be the person to be able to correct this. <laughs> I do wonder if there was a little tip of a teaspoon of snark there. <laughs> That's right, I finished the game pretty swiftly. The Elden Beast being more of a hassle than a challenge. Thankfully, I had picked up a talisman near the Mogwin Palace that negated a large portion of holy damage which kept the damage taken down to a minimum. Just a long game of keep away stood in the way of credits. Mm. And you will like this bit, Filthy. Go on. I clocked in at 85 hours at level 151 on Sunday 9th October 2022 at Mm. 9.21. I see. And will continue to clean up a few corners of the map before moving on to the new game plus. A lackluster final boss, which will hopefully get remedied by some DLC in the near future. Thank you for helping me reach the decision to finally play this game for myself. Good luck in your own adventures, though given your last episode, I suspect you too have met the end credits. The Fallen Leaves tell a story of how a tarnished became Elden Lord. Your friend, Amos Brearley. Well, my goodness. Oh, there's lots to unpack there. I would actually genuinely, I think... Um, uh, you you chat away, I'm going for a fucking smoke. <laughs> you don't even smoke anymore? No, but fuck. <laughs> a man has limits. <laughs> I mean, thank you for writing in, Neamos. 
No, do you know what, though? In all seriousness, um, mm. I feel that we owe it to people um, to explain what the hell's been going on, given that I've only been uh, half arsedly making shit up for this podcast <laughs> and explaining the things I see. So it's really nice that somebody else actually had it there for us to explain what I've been talking about yeah, for 14 any episodes. Of that- kind of ring true for you or i do remember the man in the super friends club Uh who's staring at maps or something and you can ask him about any of the big bosses all the people he's named there are people that you fight by the way at some Mm -hmm. point or other i'm pretty sure so um so all these people are technically because they're all related yeah from the names they they are the dead person at the end of the game and the one you fight are yeah the, they're the, the parents for all the bosses yeah apparently so this bit about them being two sides of the same person that's new to me no idea mm. i was just aware from talking to that one man that these were all the villains and they all had opinions about how the tarnished elden thing had played out so um what is a tarnished i don't know i still i, I still don't know um i think it's i don't <laughs> Someone whose parents are born out of wedlock, apparently, incestuously. I've, I've no idea. I gen- generally don't. Just that I was one. Didn't real. And I am I related to any of these people? I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know where where I started. Maybe I was a great grandson of of one of these people as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Most of your feedback's great, but there wasn't even a fucking question first to bounce on. So <laughs> it feels like. Having, didn't having get a lot of worth out of that, having to make make up my own questions. Uh, <laughs> I think it I think it raises more questions than it answers that. Uh, but mainly, what does George R. R. smoke in his afternoon pipe when he's coming up with this madness? Just incest and dragons. Incest and dragons. He loves it. Just can't get enough of it. I mean, two. By the way, I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler and it's a completely off topic, but I mean, the incest in Game of Thrones is famous. House of the Dragon spinoff has just finished as well. Same thing. Couldn't wait to get the incest thrown into that one. It's um, it's give the people thing. what they want. Yeah, it's this whole thing, old Georgie boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Very, very disappointed that, if I'm being honest, I think the real, the, the real problem for Amos here is he didn't get value for money. I mean, I've got over two hundred hours <laughs> and, and a hit podcast out of this TV show, out of this game, for that matter. And uh, yeah, he only got he only got like. Half, less than half of the enjoyment that I did at 85 hours. So It is times like this I'm genuinely sickened that I sent you emails before we record <laughs> because I could feel the heat after the Millennia 3 attempts. That was just, that was, nah, I, I, I'm not sure I believe it. I have no, I, I've yet to have cause to doubt the man, let's face it. I don't <laughs> know why he would lie to me, but that's, that just doesn't seem human. I feel like he could have he could have live streamed the entire game um, and and just done that. In, in, oh, I'm just sorry, I'm yeah, that sad could be now. an option going forward. Yeah, we could just do do his uh, game plus one live stream it, and, talk uh, over the top of it. Yeah, figure out what to do with the rest of the the, the hour. <laughs> <laughs> but um, wow, that, yeah, genuinely, that is actually so. That's quite interesting. It's nice to know what the hell I've been doing with my free time, um, and now I do. So thank you for that. And um, all the best in your future endeavours. <laughs> oh, I have a funny feeling he'll be back. <laughs> that sounds ominous. Sweet John Cheatham from K. Botak thankfully kept it short and sweet for us. Oh, good night, John. Dear Punk and Filthy, and I think he's the only person to actually get it right the entire series. He's got you, got your, got your back there. Love it. 
brilliant man. Mm. There must be a hundred from soft podcasts out there. So for you two to come along in 2022 and make one of the best I've heard and easily the funniest one is quite something. Oh, especially yeah. considering one of you hasn't even played the game in discussion. <laughs> I'll miss these dropping into my pod app. I'm relying on punk trapping filthy in a room with some basic rations and copies of the Dark Souls trilogy, Bloodborne and Demon Souls, just so I can have my bit of precious entertainment of a Friday. Hell, maybe you could even play some of those shit souls likes. Anyway, thanks for the great run of pods, lads. John. Oh, I'm going to get emotional now. That's very kind. I've been dreading this last episode. Yeah, you promised you wouldn't cry. Uh, yes, John, outstanding human. We love you. Cheers for that. And yeah, food for thought about what I do next. Um, <laughs> We're really going to have to give this some thought. Certainly sounds that way. I because thought people now that you actually have to work, it feels like it may be harder to do this. Yeah, maybe I should just do like Streets of Rage again or something. Or do episode. <laughs> Each level of, of that. Um, the lore of Streets of Rage. Well... You play one of three policemen, uh, police people, because um, you've got uh, Blaze there, and you, you beat up lots of people on the streets in a rage. Okay, there's not a great longevity <laughs> in that, I've just realised. So, fair enough. We'll move on to our next bit of feedback from our favourite American listener, Skelly, from the Skeleton House podcast, who also wanted to congratulate you. Thank you, Filthy, for completing Elden Ring, it has shown me that even if you have no talent or skill, as long as you bash your head against something enough times and look up cheese online, you can accomplish anything. That seems harsh. That was that was a little, little double-edged. I was all taken in there with the thanks, and then my minor history in cheesing comes up. I mean, that's that's some. That's, you even cheese your dog. I literally cheesed my dog tonight, yeah, to, to be able to record this. And, and actually, it didn't even work, much like the cheeses that I tried on no, the game. No, we got the cheese poops. Yeah, that was it. That was the end of it. <laughs> but yes, it's an accomplishment, whether you think so or not, Skelly. Thank you, probably. <laughs> Thanks for getting in touch, Skelly. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> and thankfully, Gadget came in with some more feedback, and we even got pretty pictures to go along with this one. Ah. Love it. Did the pictures display on your end? Yes, I've got pictures on my end. Good. Evening, fuckers. Well, we're here. The end of the road. Filthy's ring has been stung completely. Congratulations, Phil, for conquering your first FromSoft game. There's nothing quite like finishing your first FromSoft game. John Elden Ring, Mr. Miyazaki, crafts these complicated, intricate and ultimately, brutal playgrounds for us to conquer and bend to our will. That seems like a stretch, given how I did in the game, but I appreciate the thought. Filthy, stretchy ring. <laughs> when Elden Ring came out, he gave an interview where someone asked him that tired and boring old question of difficulty modes for his games. He said that he reckoned Elden Ring would be the game that more people would finish. And here we are, with living proof that a complete newbie to the studio's output has managed to finish the game. That's me, finisher, and yet no badge. Filthy finisher. <laughs> Finger up the bum. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, how have you managed to bring a game, or sorry, how have you managed to bring a podcast with such a lofty title down to such low levels? I don't think people got it yet. <laughs> I have to remind them. <laughs> you have to. Drives the point home. Like a finger up the b- <laughs> <laughs> I know Christopher has been taunting you about your playtime being over 200 hours, but ultimately it doesn't matter. The fact that you finished the game shows is achievement enough. I... Thank you. It's a lot. Yep. <laughs> I am, however, glad you binned off the katanas for the true weapon of the game, the blasphemous blade. I'm very happy that you finally saw the error of your ways and got all heathenistic with the rest of us. That's interesting. I don't. I say I wouldn't say I. I binned off the katanas, and I'm it not sure. Sounded like you binned off the katanas for I the blasphemous I, blade. I definitely wouldn't say that at all. I liked the. I know you wouldn't blade. say it, but it sounds like that's what happened. I wouldn't say I cheated on my wife and left her with the kids, <laughs> but I did. And ran into the jungle to do. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> oh, I managed to get some politics into there. Phew! I was worried it wasn't going to be any subtle. <laughs> and while we're all here waiting for whatever ring sting happens next, I do have a challenge for you. There is a hidden boss in Crumbling Varamasula that you didn't find in your playthrough. Fuck you, Gadget. Placidusax. <laughs> Placidusax? Pla- load of ball socks by the sounds of Placidusax is the ultimate in dragon fights. He's a hard bastard, but I do think that he might be the best dragon boss that FromSoft has ever done. Even just the introduction to his fight is epic in a way that only they can manage. Hmm, that's interesting. I seem to remember that Amos was able to 
beat it in a sneeze, you know? So maybe it's not that epic. Who knows? But um, I certainly won't be able to do that. <laughs> Interesting, though. I have heard this name. Uh, I've seen it on things. Yeah, I was going to say, a dragon left unkilled. Yeah, and the main one as well. I don't like the sounds of that. Yeah. Might, uh, might see what I can do. Maybe some rainy Saturday I could fire <laughs> up the old, yourself. old Xbox for all time's sakes, relearn all the controls. I, and, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. I have to warn you, you get slightly out of practice with these games. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get back in. You have to <laughs> retrain. I can only imagine. Lastly, to commemorate the completion of your adventure in the lands between, please find attached the game maps I've been keeping up to date with the world's beating cartography skills phil has been employing enjoy your rest tarnished and yes listener i will have these out in social media if you fancy a nosy Dirk, that that's incredible i'm just looking at them now uh i had i had seen them and yeah that's all the places that, that's what i called everything that's amazing that i i have a renewed faith in myself and my descriptive skills because everything is what i said it was and it, <laughs> As far as I know, this is the official release of the map. It really is called Learn Your Lakes and um, Hogwarts. So that's, uh, It's there in black and white. How could, yeah, you can't make something like this up, you know. Um, it's it's fact. So the Something River, uh, Worst Minister Abbey. Yeah, they're all there. This was, um, yeah. <laughs> Just, Sterling Mark Gadget, well done and thank you. We also thank, love you. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is quite the thing. Might uh, get it framed printed out getting framed for commemorative if only we knew some prick that had a frame a game service <laughs> do, do, do we i do <laughs> you fucking don't <laughs> you know everybody you've got all you've got all the contacts and that is it for feedback that's it that's wow culmination of my time in Middle Earth, or what did we decide it was called the lands the between. lands between as has that's been nice. mentioned quite a few times in listener correspondence that I have just finished reading out to you, Philip. <laughs> but the question is, the lands between what? And I don't know. There's a lot I don't know about this game. But I don't know what the lands are between. What's it harnessed? What is it harnessed? That's... Will I Google it right now, or that just ruins things? That'll be... No. Do you think that'd help? I, I don't really think it would, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I see. Just, just, you've got to know, don't you? Um... Yeah, curiosity has got the better of us. Tarnished. Noun. Lose or cause to lose luster, especially as a result of exposure to air or moisture. That that doesn't help. Um, Did you just look up the definition of the word tarnished? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Make or become Without less... Without the context of being an Elden Ring. <laughs> well, you say that, but... Yeah, do, you, yeah. do you not know what fucking tarnished meant in the English language? <laughs> Listen, stick with me here. Definition, make or become less valuable or respected. Now, if there's one thing this podcast has done for me, it has made me less valuable and respected. So I am pretty happy with Are my definition of Are you proud of your stingy ring? I think it's, I think it's a success, but... Um, How I do you measure success, agree. really? I know, in podcast episodes. <laughs> I've a success of 14. <laughs> that's interesting so yeah that's I'm I'm happy to wear that badge I have looked up the actual for the game as well and I'm no further on even within this description <laughs> yeah I, I got that impression 
<laughs> the, the tarnished are individuals who lost the grace of the Erd tree and were consequently banished from the lands between by Queen Marika the Eternal. Now, we, we did find out who Queen Marika was. I don't mm-hmm. quite remember. That was a whole 15 minutes ago. I don't understand how you can lose the grace of a tree. Is that like when the conquerors fall off? I mean, that's... Um, that. Well, now I know um, I've lost the grace. And have you ever come across any grace in the game well yeah well this is why that's really confusing your little rest points are called grace points mm-hmm. but that doesn't really mean much what was you get to sit down beside the grace that you lost and that's useful um <laughs> i guess i feel like some of this may be over your head i it, it's a very high level game i think it's, it's not <laughs> quite tetris here there's a load of funny shaped squares and we need them to go inside this rectangle that's you know that's my level really. <laughs> I'm quite good on the lore of Crash Bandicoot now. If you if you're interested, what happened to Crash's girlfriend? She was kidnapped, wasn't she? In the first she was episode? kidnapped. She yeah. also disappeared after that. She did, didn't she? Yeah, she did. That was she just got written out. She got a job on Casualty, so um, they wrote her out of that one. Turned it down. Went went, went to do a soap. You know, reliable income. It's good work, honest work. Well, with feedback out of the way, probably get to the questions we had at the start of the show okay let's see go full circle so at this point in your adventure the dust has settled and you've Mm. had a little while to mentally digest your adventures in the lands between yeah i stand by middle earth there's nothing wrong with middle earth (laughs) if it's in between what's in between middle so it's middle earth it's just that's just sloppy by by old georgie martin there that's um it feels like there's no point even asking this god have you had a while to think about the ending anymore or is it still just shit? It's still... I think... I don't know what I want, really, because I suppose if it had been any more than two and a half minutes long, I wouldn't have watched it anyway. <laughs> um, but I just don't understand why you would do all of that just to allow someone else to be the, the winner, um, which is how I feel it, it, it went out. Rani, I mentioned that thing at the time she did with the moon. And she was all pleased with herself that she mm-hmm. put the moon in the sky or, or something. I, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe there's another ending I might have liked better. I don't know if anybody wants to recommend a different ending. That's worth saying. It seemed like an awful lot of playing just to get a different ending. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I'll just look it up on YouTube. I'm not going to play it again. <laughs> uh, that would be madness. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's my Yeah, because I haven't really heard many bad reports, but then again, I... I wasn't looking for people talking about the end of the game. We never thought we were going to get to the end of the game, let's face it. So, yeah. <laughs> we made it further than I thought we would. I know, and it was only the um, enthusiasm of our fans that uh, kept me going. There were times when I didn't want to play this game anymore, but I thought, I can't admit defeat. We would we would have had to do a whole episode about me giving up and why I've given up. And, um, that'd be me talking to myself again. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, you'd have probably knowing you, you'd have probably done my voice for me, and um, possibly that would not have ended well for me and my reputation. So um, I would have released the Mandela cut. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thank- thankfully, thankfully, it didn't come to that. We got there. <laughs> we got there, guys. We did it. We finally did it. And have you thought any more about? dipping back into the game or doing like the new game mode i looked it up because i was i'm actually pleased they didn't um jump straight into it because i misunderstood initially what the new game mode was for some reason now that i think about it this would be irrational but for some reason i thought new game mode was very light and it just reanimated a load of the bosses and fights and things but that apart from that it's largely the same but Mm -hmm. no you, you lose the whole map again is my understanding 
you, you do have to play out the whole story again. It's just much quicker going without obviously um because you're stronger. Um you keep you, you keep keep your equipment. Yeah, you keep you, you keep your level, although obviously everybody else is a wee bit harder, they've leveled up mm-hmm. with you. You keep your weapons um and, and everything in your pocket. But um because that's an interesting thing actually about the game. I've heard people say, you know, like the Sunbridge and Dragon Smith and Stone, there's only so many of those in the game. Yeah. And even when you re when you do do a new game, I'm not sure how many more you get on top of that. So um, that all seems like an awful lot to have to think about. And I don't definitely know sounds like you're better off picking one weapon and sticking with it. Then, yeah, that's very much I think what um, which what would be hard to know from starting the game. You don't know which one. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, they're in so many katanas. So many to choose from. That you and it t- ignore. Well, the, the joke of the matter is, whenever I finally got Melania's katana at the time, I think I mentioned, but you finally get the chicken stomp. Or yeah, that's the one that finishes off your collection. Yes, and uh, you finally get her special move, the aqua chicken, and it's not as useful to you as it is to her. Um, <laughs> I did, I have used it once or twice effectively on a few people, but mm-hmm. because it has the slow setup, there's a lot of people would have you taken out before you would actually be able to use it on them. So that was and they could beat you up in three turns. Yes, essentially. Uh, <laughs> thought, that's yeah. Over <laughs> <Love> that grimace. <sighs> God help anybody that invades them. You know, with that with that mode, you're out to invade people. That won't go well. I wonder if anybody has. That's a thought. <laughs> Apart from that, is there any games tickling your fancy for like another series of this? Have you thought that far ahead? I don't know enough about the Soulborn games to commit either way. I might do another one. Um, as I mentioned, if I wanted to go guns or something, mm-hmm. uh, I do own Cyberpunk. I bought it when it came out and it was so glitchy. I, and I know it's pretty much working now, as yeah. to, my knowledge, to my knowledge. I've never went uh, back to it. You know, I could do that maybe. Or, yeah, something else with swords. I could try this famous Sekiro or Bloodborne or any of these other games that make me miserable. I've got Sekiro on disc, so mm. that'd work on your Xbox. Lovely. Bloodborne is PlayStation only. I was thinking that when I went looking for it the other day, so that's yeah. news to me. Yeah. So, my um, I, I think for my uh, for, for the listeners' entertainment, I have to be miserable. That seems to be an important component of the show. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably have to be. Well, we never really got it throughout the series, and people seemed happy enough. Mm, I know. I just saw so the drip feed it. We could uh, filthy Zelda mental breakdown. We could do that <laughs> as a separate as, as a separate uh, podcast. Because I was looking at a few games that I would like you to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is on there. Okay, Disco Elysium. I think my big problem with playing Disco Elysium would be one, I've no idea what it is, mm-hmm. and two, every time I went to play it. I would just be singing Disco Inferno, Disco Elysium the whole time. So that might actually um, prove the ending of me. Is it good? It is one of the best games ever made. Ah, but that's what they said about Elden Ring. Look at that. You know, Ball of shite that that is. Only got 14 episodes out of it and I had to get a special guest contributor to explain what the hell was going on. I mean, <laughs> Which are three? I mean, it's a bit, bit on the nose that, isn't it? See, this one surprises me because the Assassin's Creed games that you really click with, the mm. Origins, is a real Witcher 3 ripoff. See, I have heard this, but yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Hades. Is that not really short? Is Hades not like 
um, is that the one where you're only allowed to die once? Yeah. And you think I could get a full podcast out of that? Oh, I think you could. It's uh, <laughs> one of the better stories going across. Uh, you think I'm going to pick up on the story? I have played the first level of that game. You th- if you think I'm going to pick up on a story in that, I, I doubt it. I, I didn't see one. There is Yakuza like a dragon. You're a Yakuza man. You I are. am a massive Yakuza man. You and Yakuza and man. giving you the old games that play like Streets of Rage and you didn't like them. I don't know if it's that I didn't like them. I don't remember. I did try one. Uh, <laughs> I might like that. I do like a beat-em-up. Um, walk about the streets beating people up, ripping your shirt off when things get serious. Is the map big? No, it's all based in Kamarucho. So it's like mm. the one place in all the games. You see, here's an interesting point actually I wanted to make earlier about maps. Mm-hmm. People describe the map of Elden Ring as very daunting and being one of the things about the game. Oh, mm. it's a massive map. To my mind, it's not like just from what I'm used to. When I think of if you do take like an Assassin's Creed, like um, yeah. the, the Egypt one, you've got 700 million different sink points that you have to climb <laughs> up and capture. There's as well, like on the eyes, you're looking at the map and you're freaking out because there's 300,000 side quests to be done. Like you couldn't, you couldn't walk around clearing the map as you go, as a, as you always, with an Assassin's Creed, I always envisage doing that. And I think, oh, I'm just going to clear the map as I go. And you realize you'd get literally nothing done. Yeah. Whereas Elden Ring, I mean, it's kind of a big map. Now that I've played the game, if I, when I turned it back on and I think to myself, oh, I might just have a go doing something different. Mm-hmm. I run out of places to go. I think, oh, no, I've done there. Oh, I've been there. So I, I think it was a fair map. Also, things set in cities, just all these little streets, sometimes that's a little daunting. Like, uh, so if Yakuza, is there lots of streets? Is there lots of cars? Things like that. Not quite cars. There are streets, but it's mm. quite well. Lit. It is based on a small map, but mm. they get a lot out of it. It's quite unique. You actually get nostalgic for this place. You get to know it so well. Okay. Because every game's set in a different... I don't want to say they're five years apart each time, but Yakuza Zero's like the 80s. I whereas see. Whereas Yakuza Like a Dragon was set in our time frame. Okay. So it, it does go along at a pace. Hmm. The other you one may- is Halo Infinite, because it's getting its co-op campaign relatively soon. I've never played a Halo. That will probably not surprise people. Um, so that's an interesting thought. Yeah, Infinite's like a reboot, and it is on Game Pass, so it's not going to okay. cost you anything. Well, there's a thought as well. Could take a take a little look. Take a little look. Yeah, that was kind of the short list I had. Any thoughts for yourself? Or? You may have tickled me with Yakuza. I could maybe take a little look at that. Mm. It's it's the buy-in. Whenever you've bought into a game for as long as I have with Elden Ring, you know, starting in a whole new world, <laughs> it's a scary prospect, you know. I've kind of got Stockholm Syndrome at this stage. Maybe I don't want to leave. Of but, course, uh, we should open the floor to the listeners if they have any ideas. Yep, a couple of little... We could do a vote on Twitter or something. I think you're allowed to we do could. polls on there now. Unless Elon Musk has started charging for that service in the last hour. <laughs> he might well have done. Um. Yeah, we will take we will take advice, but I think we could do another. I think we could do another podcast. Who You've knows? got another one in you. Might do. Might just well have a little um famous last words. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose we'll start winding down. If uh, anybody does want to get in touch, I don't know when we'll be recording again. Filthy Ring on Twitter or filthyring at gmail dot com. All links are in episode show notes or you can visit shows.acast.com forward slash P-E-R-S for all links and various hosting services. I'm going to miss doing that. 
I know you've just finally, you know, you've got a nice wee rhythm to it and everything, <laughs> and uh, no need now. So apart from all this, uh, Amos has been in touch again. Okay. Uh, you've actually inspired him to start a podcast of his own, and I said. I would play the teaser at the end of our episode. What, for real? Oh, yeah. I am a human inspiration. This is amazing. You are an influencer. Look what I have done. Oh, my days. Okay. Okay. Tales of the Tarnished. I see. So it's an Elden Ring podcast. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be a bit more lore focused than ours, but... Okay. Here I go. Ready? Ready. Dear Filthy... I thought I'd leave you a voice note this time to mark your final episode. It was difficult enough listening to your lackey struggle through previous correspondence in the earlier episodes, to be honest. Some shit off this man. Congratulations on finishing the game. Truly an accomplishment for a first-time Souls player. Ah, he's got the compliments. I like him. Now that you have the knowledge gained after completing the game, do you realise how frustrating it was to hear you fail at every single obstacle? Your refusal to use shields, what? a little Can't... instrument to deflect attacks and protect you against sudden dangers. Shields are for wimps, this is well NPCs, Buck especially, robbed you of really fleshing these characters out, it did, by following their quests. Championing the fantastic katana, just to trade it out for a weapon that required faith to really harness. Is he, is he trolling Speaking me? Is this faith, what trolling feels like? Your attitudes it could be trolling. The community when they reached out to help only to belittle them and then reveal you didn't wear armour against millennia and were dying in one hit for some reason. I feel like I'm on a comedy roast. you able to make it to credit at all. <laughs> what started out as amusement quickly turned to annoyance. To hear the story experiences a thrill and finally crafted into the world of Elden Ring. I thought we had a friendship get misinterpreted, I've been annoying him the whole time. Or simply ignored. Oh. It was infuriating. I if it had one didn't think we had lining, that effect. You finally inspired me to get off my backside and organise my own series of podcasts, oh, explaining podcast, the finer details yeah. of this world. Without a lackey, indeed. His words it's called right. Pod Family, and we love them. Landscape yep. Support each other, filthy. Oh. You see, this is... like you, I've kept audio notes I've been playing through the game. Slightly more detailed and He's consistent, a... I think you'll find. He doesn't really have audio notes. To... I've attached the first little note this is... to give you a taster. This is mad. So please... Let As everyone I said, who was disappointed in your lack of knowledge, this is... they can get their fill in Amos Brealey's Tales of the Tarnished, which will begin uploading very shortly. I feel I've been. It's... Jerry Beadle doesn't do as we sing anymore, does he? I mean, is Beadle, is Beadle, have I been punked? Is Beadle about? Dead is... beat punked. Yeah, Ant- I like that. There you go. Ant and Deck. You know, they do that thing, don't they? <laughs> they they're, Drink it, driving. Yeah, that's Hello, the one. Welcome okay, to the first Tales of the Tarnished. Amos Brearley reporting in after finishing up my first day on Elden Ring, which I think has an incredibly promising start. I've decided to go with the Confessor class. So after designing really, the character, really done it. choosing the voice they'll be using throughout the adventure, I decided to call her... Samara. Just know your editing skills, though. He's got a, got a cough there. Ooh, need to cut them out. Yeah. Huh. That's better. <laughs> so what was I saying? Yes. You Simmer, fucking dick. I named my character. 
after the Irish for Bloodsucker. Bloodsucker because I was hoping to be a faith-based character. What the fuck? They can become quite the vampire, depending on how you build them. Not just a faith-based character. A faith-based character with a shield. Have you, you haven't this played. shield will be the most important component to this character, given what the, somebody's reluctance to use what's one. Going on? I'm Although so confused. I have to Wait, say, why are you? End of the game, what the fuck? I am having trouble with the parry system. <laughs> but I guess when learning to parry, this it just I, takes time. I don't understand Timing, what's going on. I picked the name Amos as a little Pretty reference. straightforward. We talked about if the wool pack in the episode Wolf Pack. In- and Amos Brearley was the original landlord of the World Pack. <laughs> I know. What a reference. <laughs> I've just finished the first email. I have eaten the Erdtree Burial Watchdog that looked like a big watch cat. You, so oh, you're not. This isn't real. This- you know where I am. I'm at the Groveside well, Cave. Amos so rarely isn't real now. Weary listener. This- until we meet again. <laughs> remember... Confessors are better than samurai. You can't. If you are satisfied with your message, press one. D- d- you're lying. This isn't. That's done. That's that's. Check bullshit. your WhatsApp there. What? What? The... what? I'm so confused. You've been, Chris. D- have you have you finished the game in 86 hours? Yeah, I was Amos writing you, in the whole time. The whole you weren't the whole time. I was. I have been running on four hours sleep for quite a while. <laughs> How the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was... I'm, 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 and you've been putting up with me for 14 episodes talking absolute nonsense about... Oh, yeah. I and have you, corrected you once. Have you known what I've been talking about the whole yeah. time? <laughs> you fuck- <laughs> <laughs> This is... Bu- no. Yes. And all, you even did a Sean Bean impression in your little, in your little note there. Like I mean, you've linked it's this is some Darren Brown level shit. This this is I have been putting that is, one together for a while. Yeah, what the to use your phrase? What the actual? F- <laughs> I don't, so way uh, you suspected all along. Oh, I was I was definitely on onto onto it. But I've been feeling bad. You've been being rude to this guy on the episodes, and I've been trying to pull it back the whole time, being, being like, "Oh no, it's nice that he's written in." It's, it was that time I made the joke about him being on the spectrum, and you told me off. <laughs> well, I wasn't. You weren't fucking wrong. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Right, that's... Yeah, it even... For the listeners, I'm holding up the PlayStation 5 copy of Elden Ring, which was the day one launch edition, which comes with nice stickers. You've had the day one launch edition? Oh no, it it went cheap. A a lot of people (laughs) bought this game and then wanted rid of it. Oh, funny that. Can't imagine why. Yeah. Those are nice stickers. You know what the funny thing was? Do you know episode 13... The yeah. last one that went up. The cover art's my character. You're lying. Oh, straight up. This is... With the Millennia helmet? Yeah. Yeah, that was mine. And the Blaith cape. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, that needs... Sorry, I need a good bump. You didn't really beat Millennium three goes, did you? Oh, I did, yeah. You fucking... No. Oh, straight up. No. You... As I said, I was geared up because I was playing it 
Sunday and Ming herself for you to go out. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'll I'll not get this started. Millennia is going to be a a knuckle down and get this finished job. Yeah. So I saved it until later and it's like, yeah, I've got a couple of hours to myself now. So I'll buckle in, get this done. I think was the phrase you used. Yeah. (laughs) And And, uh, yeah, uh, third time down. And you've used it. You've been criticizing your own writing in. This is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I forgot that you usually you're used to operating as three different people, but this is absolutely <laughs> terrifying. I'll never look at you the same again now. That's um, that's absolutely hard. You think you know a person? So, do you want to chat about Elden Ring? So tell me all about the lore then. Um, what's a tarnished? <laughs> a tarnished is somebody that's lost the will of the grace. The grace points are leading you back to the grace. That's why they're all leading you to the tree or your next obstacle on the way to the tree. Yeah. So. Right, so I'm 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 still stunned. I'm not going to be much more use here. But, um, <laughs> you've broken my brain. Well, tune in for the next episode of Amos's Ring Stings. <laughs> that was fuck. I was actually keeping audio notes throughout the first day. I had the G Track Pro set mm. up in the living room. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I didn't have many of them. That's yeah. Oh, see, that's that's a skill in itself. I think you'll agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ. And I like how you even managed to, yeah, start the game late enough in my playing that you'd finish at the same time as me because you know how bad I am at it. Um, I was trying to overtake. I was fucking raging that you skipped a load of optional bosses and just finished it. Because <laughs> I was on my way to fight Mog. See, I don't. I, I think I didn't intentionally skip Mog because I'd fought a second person called Mog. But um, yeah, I did. Yeah, there's fight. one in the sewers, and then there's Mog himself. Right, kind of okay. like the first Elton Lord, you fight the golden version of him at one point and then you fight him. Remember that, yes. So yeah, there's like two mogs in that scenario. I see. Okay. And you, you're really looking forward to some grown child called Markella in the DLC, are you there? I am, yeah. Yes. I'm surprised you missed out and all that. That's... Because okay. Mog took the body after you beat Mog at his temple. You can see Markella's form that's in... Like uh, it's similar to Millennia's flower, but his arms coming out of it. Oh, I know what you mean now. I did yeah, see that one because he oh, was the Halak tree. The Halak tree grew around him, and Mog stole him away from the base of it, and that's why it's fallen apart and this is, in disrepair. That's that's fascinating. I feel Isn't it, it? It, it, I feel almost like a little death, like I've lost somebody, like a bereavement, because I thought Amos was some real bloke who liked who, who, who liked listening to me talk, and it's been <laughs> you, you thought your show had a fan. You've been trolling me this whole time. Yeah, Debbie um, punked. That's Jesus. That's on on that bombshell. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stumped. Uh, <laughs> that is a long con. So you've that basically, con. you've done a 12-week con. He must have been writing in for about 12. Well, certainly with six weeks, isn't it? It's been a while. I was going to say, I will just pull up the filthy ring email here, which makes for great radio. I do apologize. <laughs> Alex Long, have you claimed your podcast yet? <laughs> Fuck off. Because I thought the name I picked may have given it away, but... Uh, no, as if I don't, I've never watched Hammerdale. I have no idea. Five emails. Five, so five or six weeks you've been doing this to me. Mm. That's uh, this is that's not normal, mate. That's <laughs> that's 
I'm horrified. I see. I was running on like four hours sleep. <laughs> I think that's why I was stumbling so badly with words in some episodes. Well, because it was just running on fucking steam. Did Did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> and gee, genuinely, Blasphemous Blade was the one for you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I was going Faith Build anyway. Yes, because okay. I I wanted to use more incantations, but I never really did in the end up. Yeah, they don't. They never picked up for me. There's one. Known. It's a lightning spear one. I think that's the name, but it's like a really long <laughs> range one. Yes, for yes. faith, it was fantastic. Okay, I'll because take, it had no bows or anything to speak of. I'll take your word for it. The black flame, um, it it did damage. Yeah, good against the tree spirits. That's that's cool. Good good to know. The dog is literally crying because of. Uh, <laughs> I made your dog cry how much pain I'm in now, so uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, and for all the achievements, I think I've only the endings to do, and then there's ones for like collecting legendary gear. Okay. There's one weapon I think I locked myself out of. Right. This is fascinating, by the way, um, but also horrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, yeah. I'm completely stumped. Yeah, you, you seem it. I I can't continue. We might have to do another episode where you explain the game to me. Um, that could be a thing. Emoses, ring stings. Rings. It's what he wanted from the start, you know? That, that, he wanted his own show, and by fuck, he got it. He got it. My God. Well, um, thank you for that, I think. Um <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go sit in a corner and contemplate everything I've ever known um, and question my whole life now. That's been, that's been real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever feel like you've developed trust issues? Well, I have now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 no, I'm done. I'm done. Now. That's <laughs> it. My, mic drop. That's it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I was uh, I was expecting more, but uh, yeah, I'm so confused. I just this is this is just mental. I don't know what's annoyed me more now—the fact that it's you the whole time, or that you were actually that good at the game that I've been suffering through for this this length of length of time. Yeah, sickening, isn't it? That's just what you'd notice. Just what and you'd you know, that I used a fucking shield. Oh, betrayal after betrayal. This is just not acceptable. I think that may have been the difference. Yeah, just... <laughs> if I've learned one thing today... Well, okay, I've learned a few things now. But yeah, <laughs> maybe use a shield and never trust you, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable. That's... Yeah. I can't wait to hear what our listeners think. <laughs> Oh yes, please do write in and let us know. Please do write in at it was Amos all along at gmail.com. <laughs> well, any closing thoughts? Because I don't think I'm getting much out of you. That's, that's me. That's um, What a fun game. What a fun way to spend uh, 200 hours and screw you in your, what was it again? 80, 85. Oh, 85 hours. Screw you. With Many more bosses than you thought. Up yours. And a lot of collectibles. And much nah. more of them. Map explored and so nah. much of the lore captured. That's now nah, up yours. That's, that's, oh. 
This is the end. Oh, forget it. Never speaking again. <laughs> this is what happens when you ignore me. <laughs> well, congratulations to you, I think, um, is the final thing I need to say. I have been bested at my own podcast. So, yeah. But <laughs> you're real glad you asked to get this started now. I know, yep. That's, um... Hmm. <laughs> and that's that prick. He'll keep me right. <laughs> He'll keep me right. It's so funny. He never paid it. <sighs> oh, but sure, you're playing my copy. <laughs> it was the perfect ruse. I know. <sighs> Although cool. it did give me a fucking excuse to plug the PlayStation 5 in this year, so... There you go. Something to watch. <laughs> so, yes, on that note, because I, I do feel that... We are done here. (laughs) Until next time, weary traveller. We live. We learn. Jesus fucking Christ. Hello once again, weary traveller. It is I, Christopher Love, or the Deadbeat Punk, in the editing room. As I didn't mention it during the recording, I have to thank G-Town Steve for lending me his beautiful voice for being Amos Brearley. But I'm afraid I made a bit of a goof. I had asked somebody else to do it, and due to my lousy timekeeping, they had sent their audio file after we had recorded, because I forgot to tell them when we were recording. So I just wanted to give a few thank yous and play that note as a little bonus. The lovely artwork you see, that is Dean, that F-King guy, who draws a beautiful shield. Gadget 8-Bit, as always, needs to be thanked. He is the man that taught me how to edit, so if you think this sounds nice, let him know. He deserves all the credit. You can find him over at Modern Escapism or to Dragon's Dream of Scorched Sheep. And yes, I have to give G-Town Steve another thank you. He makes an excellent Amos. I'm sure you agree. The last thank you is the next voice you're going to hear. Dr. James Boomstick Farley. A personal podcast hero and a member of TCGS. You can be found over at tcgs.co. And yes, of course, what is a show without its listeners? Thank you for listening. And hopefully once Filthy has got over the shock of this, we might be back for another series. But until next time, I will leave you in the very capable hands of Dr. Boomstick. (coughs) Hello. Welcome to the first tales of the tarnished. Amos Brearley reporting in after finishing up my first day Elden Ring, which I think has an incredibly promising start. I have decided to go with Confessor class, so after designing the character and choosing the voice they'll be using throughout the adventure, I decided to call her Sumir. You may hang up or press 1 for more options. It's bullshit. 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 I don't know who I'm angry at. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.